Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7. We are out here at Fitness Market, where it is just a great place to uh, start your home gym, add to it. And again, if, you, if you've never, I didn't have a home gym until we started uh, you know, being partners here with the folks at Fitness Market. Mm-hmm. And I always just kind of wondered how much we use it. And that's great. You know, I can be watching foot. You know, you can even be watching football and walk. You know, I mean, that, if, even if you're, you're not feeling up for a full workout, if you just walk while you're watching a football game, you look up and it's been 45 minutes, it's better than sitting your butt on the couch. Yeah, you'll you burn. And 45 minutes walking slow, what, 100, 100 some calories? About more calories. than you will be sitting down, doesn't Correct. You know, right. And, and just the health benefits of, you know, you know, again, walking, moving, not just being, you know, you know just Probably sitting snacking still. snacking a lot less, too. What's that? Probably snacking a lot less, too. Yeah, because you're on, you're on the treadmill. You know, it's, the, it's not the place you really snack. But if you wanted to, I mean, I've had a beer and walked on the treadmill watching a football game. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No yeah. Absolutely. I've had a beer and walked around the parking lot at uh, Cardinal Stadium. I've done that. What? Of course you have. <laughs> Talking about in the wind. Talking about when you have your own treadmill that you purchased from over here at the fitness market. Somehow you made it about yourself walking around a parking lot. That's right. I don't That's know right. How you, somehow it all comes back to you. I, you know, I don't, I don't know how sometimes. I don't know how you do it sometimes, but you do. It's good work. Tough to do. So, yeah. So, if you'd like to maybe do a rower while you're watching uh, the football game, have you rowed around the parking lot? Nope, never, never rode around well, the parking lot. Okay. Although I'd be willing to try. That's a great white buffalo for you of, of exercise then. <laughs> if you could row, that would be great. If, I, if there was a way to have a rower with wheels, I want to see you rowing around uh, the, the cabooses. What's that would be doing? a lot of fun. I mean, I would have to do it not on a game day because we'd be running yeah. into all sorts of people. But yeah. uh, And by the way, Gip texted in and said it's the, that oh. it originates from the, the great white buffalo originates from the great white whale, which was Moby Dick. Well, so I don't know how it evolved. I know the great, the great white, white whale, yeah, from that. But but yeah. maybe maybe I learned it a different way. I don't know. But I always heard great white buffalo. So okay. Well, um, my, uh, Mike Lindsay is uh, is on his way here now. When Mike gets here, we'll sort of do a handoff, right? Like, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. I'm gonna you, get on. Go I'm gonna care get this. Of this car and the alternator or the what did Nate say it was? The, he said the, it's a parasitic drain. Is what yeah, he? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm, so there's yeah. something happening, parasitic, which makes sense. I hate those parasitic drains. Yeah, those daggone parasites. Hate that. It's awful. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see what happens, but uh, 
you know, uh, yeah, I'll, we'll hand it off, and it'll be Mike Lindsay. I'm sure he'll have Know the Foe, right, with a little NC State Know the Foe. You know, you never know. Look, I'm not even convinced he's going to be here. I don't care what he says. You're you not know? convinced until, until he shows until up? Until I see the whites of his eyes. I'm not I'm not. <laughs> don't convinced. shoot you see the whites of their eyes. He, he, he's going to do it. So uh, we'll talk to you, 267-9680. Uh, it's a number to get in. Text away to the, uh, the UPS Jobs text line four three seven nine six eighty. We got so we got a weekend of uh, football. I, the um, I guess the forecast in Buffalo is so bad that they're 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 exploring every option. I heard uh, Brady Quinn talking about this that there's a chance if if there's a state of emergency declared in Buffalo that they might move the game to Cleveland. Now, it doesn't look. I mean, they are right now. They're just saying one to three inches of snow expected. They can handle that in Buffalo just fine. Oh, that's that's no, that's nothing. But the fifty mile an hour winds and stuff that are coming through. I mean, maybe that. The, you know, who knows how that'll factor in? But but basically, my gosh, and they are saying on Sunday twenty seven mile an hour winds in Buffalo. I, and, and like, here's what, my uh, thing about this. under under right. Go under. <laughs> Bet the like under. The under yeah. is thirty five and a half though. You know, so that's thirty-three that's pr- mile an hour winds. Yeah, I mean, that's how do you throw crazy. the ball? Like, how do you the punt whole- the ball? How do you kick the ball? How do you how do you make a an extra point? You know, if it's that if it's that direct. And 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 I don't like you know this is my thing about it. Like these are super important games that everybody's you know uh, worked all year for, and we're gonna yeah. go play a game in conditions that are nothing like the conditions that they played in all year. Uh, and I know football is played in conditions, but when you get in these extreme it's an interesting point. wind, yeah. when yeah. you when you get in these extreme wind well, what, what conditions, can you do, though? I mean, there's or, really or like some deep snow, do. I, I don't like it. I don't know. I I, I think I thought be, you loved. I, mean, I thought you loved football weather like this. Well, I love football weather, but like in the twenties and like snow, like like uh, maybe an inch of snow. But if you're going to well, play that's what in they like, may have. I mean, it looks like it's 31 degrees, and yeah. they're saying one to three inches. But the 31 mile an hour winds. You just, yeah, you cannot throw the football. Like when we played Notre Dame, like Louisville played Notre Dame was that twenty twenty, like that oh. wasn't the game. That wasn't a game that like Notre Dame or Louisville played for the rest of the year. But you do have to adapt. You do have to adjust. Yeah. I guess I mean, that's the sport, right? That's I mean, the sport. But but like when you're talking about 30, 40 mile an hour wins. Like you can't throw. You can't put the ball in the air. You don't know where it's going to go. Like you have no idea. So I, I mean, I think I think that's that's the sport. Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I just I'm think when it gets too extreme, it's yeah. it's like unmanageable and it's not the same sport. I'm not going to risk trying to go to the text line just yet. So it might text it in today. The way that the browsers on this laptop open up, I'm afraid it'll knock me off the air. So when yeah. when Mike Lindsay gets here, we'll get we, we'll we'll get to some text. It becomes a one browser situation. You basically have to operate the the the, the focus well, right from your computer and go to your phone for all information. Sort sort of, but but like because I have multiple. I you know like I've got my when you open Google Chrome it's got do you want to you know the Drew Diener profile or whatever the text line is for whatever reason labeled Andy Sweeney profile so I have to go to a ah. so it's not just that it's a different browser it's a different whole uh, genre right. browser I don't know I don't know what you call it gotcha um, but, well hey I did listen to the College Football Enquirer and Pat Forty was uh, he was advocating for D'Amico Ryan's uh, as the next head coach there at Alabama and what Dan Lanning said oh. What's oh no 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 I hadn't, oh, okay. I hadn't heard that yet um, but I was glad to be on the same wavelength as Pat although I just don't think D'Amico leaves well that and that's that's the thing I mean that's that's when I heard Forty say that he's like I don't you know, I'm just he's you know can't see him leaving there but you know 
But, I mean, because he's got C.J. Stroud, they're in the playoffs. He's He's got yeah. a really nice foundation there with the Texans. But he, he's from Bessemer, Alabama. Mm-hmm. He played at Alabama. He could be the first black head coach at Alabama. There's a draw like there. to be the coach of C.J. Stroud for his, you know, career. I mean, he's, yeah. he's probably looking at that going, hmm, Belichick did all right when he had a generational quarterback. It's and true. And, and he's also given no indication that he wants to be he in college. college. No. He's done everything in the NFL, so – Unlikely, no, Lanning but. yesterday, I liked how he took his name out of it by having a whole video release that, uh, you know, was basically also turned into a recruiting video. That was pretty smart. So, Who do you think it is right now? I, if I was to put money down right now, I'd put it on Norvell. Yeah, I probably agree with you on that. Um, I, I think, boy, the Lane Kiffin thing would be so interesting. I mean, he would. I mean, I've always said at Kentucky and Louisville basketball, you got to be bigger than the job, or the job just swallows you and is bigger than you. Lane right. Kiffin's like that with Alabama. I mean, Lane Kiffin's big. He could be bigger than the job. I mean, yeah, he I mean, has got that. <laughs> I just don't see Greg Byrne hiring him. You know, like I just don't see Greg Byrne hiring Lane Kiffin. He is uh, totally opposite of what Nick Saban is. You know, like Nick Saban's all about the business. Nick Lane Kiffin does a lot of funny. Yeah. Uh, so let let's let's spin this carousel. Let's say that in fact uh, they do get Mike Norvell. Okay. Does, does Florida State go get Dion? Ooh. <laughs> Dion. Um, Dion is uh, Ross Dellinger. Yeah. Get Prime. That Coach would be Prime. interesting. That would make a lot of sense because who else, why? Yeah, who else would be on the list? You know, I mean, yeah, Stoops, yeah. I guess. I guess Stoops should be on the list. Stoops could be, but I don't know. I mean, I think they're probably going to go offense. Where does Harbaugh go? I mean, does Harbaugh go? I mean, I don't. I'm not taking Harbaugh I, off the board for Alabama either. I'm not, but I, I don't. I feel like he's either staying there or going because yeah, he's going a to the he's pros. a Michigan. Uh, yeah, alum. I, I just don't see it. And and the thing with that job is. Sharon Moore is probably going to get it, so it won't spin the carousel. You know, like we right. normally would at a job that high up. I mean, he'll, he had, he'll retain a lot of that same staff. I mean, the dude already got the tryout this year, so yeah, it'd be crazy not to. Yeah, right. Keep him, same staff, all that. They seem to be in a good spot. Yeah, but but Florida State, if they got prime, that would also kind of stop the cycle for the most part because you move a greater majority of those people from Colorado to Florida State. Colorado's not going to command. It's not going to spin the cycle. Like uh, like if you hired uh, you know Georgia's defensive coordinator or something like that, it, you know it just wouldn't it wouldn't upset the apple cart as as, as badly because who knows what Colorado would do? I mean, who cares? Yeah, it's not going to be saving it. Alabama students chanting anyone but Dabo. Uh, I couldn't believe that. Function. Yeah, that was amazing. Anyone but Dabo. Like anyone Dabo's falling Dabo. that far out of favor. But I mean, really, sports is this Forty's article? Um, he uh, no, Richard Johnson. Um, that says that they have focused that Alabama's focused on three candidates. Um, Kalen DeBoer, which is really intriguing, really surprising, given he has no um, his record's unbelievable, but he has no ties to to the South. Um, but Kalen DeBoer and Mike Norvell, and then Crimson Tide offensive coordinator Tommy Reese. There'll be a revolt if they try to hire Tommy Reese. I would imagine. Wouldn't you? I mean, I would just think that yeah, that you're down to they're down to three. They're really down to two: DeBoer and Mike Norvell. Um, yeah, I, and who, who knows I, what, what that'll mean? I've seen yeah. a lot of DeBoer uh, reports coming out. Like it's yeah, looking. I, I think when Lanning said no, they kind of shifted their focus to him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to see. He, I mean, he is a totally 
out west guy, right? He is uh, – um, he's at Sioux Falls. He's been uh, Washington. Um, he's been Fresno. He, I mean, the closest he's come to the south is Indiana. It's hard to believe that he was Indiana's offensive coordinator. I know. In 2019. Maybe should have hired him. Yeah, I know. And it's funny <laughs> because that's the only time they've been good since I can remember, really, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. He graduated uh, University of Sioux Falls. Yeah, I mean, that's where he's – he spent his whole life out there, but you know, I don't know if it, if you, how important that is when you recruit nationally. Maybe it is. I mean, I w- I would think if you're Greg Byrne, you're looking at Kalen DeBoer, you're saying to yourself, well, we'll, we'll put together a staff, have put together a staff with all the recruiting ties he's going to need down here. If the guy can coach in the NAI level, if he can coach in the Pac-12, he can coach in the SEC, um, and that's probably what he what he what he's thinking. I mean, the guy won every Coach of the Year award this year. So why wouldn't you, you you go get him? I don't know. I I think that one is. Um, I think that was very makes actually a lot of sense. Um, and so um, I, that that would be the uh, the way I would think you. Would, you know that would that would make sense. Now Norvell also makes a lot of sense. I mean he's a, he's a you know obviously an up and comer. He's a one guy who finally could fix Florida State, um, and he did fix Florida State. You know we all know what happened this year. Um, if Jordan Travis doesn't get injured, who knows? Uh, and uh, maybe the, maybe they do something there. But I, I you know, I'm kind of rooting for Norvell to just see what happens with Florida State. Because if you put Coach Prime at Florida State, to me that yep. is super interesting. So I'm I'm rooting. I, I think DeBoer makes a lot of sense, even though. He's got all his ties out west. I still think if you're a good coach, you can coach wherever, and you get a staff that gets you know the regional needs that you have. But I don't know. I don't know that anybody's ever gone from huh. entirely spending their career out west to a major program in the south. Right. Yeah. I think that's that's really the question is like, will he leave? Will he do that? You know, going from South Dakota, Sioux Falls, Washington. Yeah, he did some stuff in the Midwest, in Southern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, and Indiana. IU. Yeah, I use offensive coordinator. Maybe I should have, uh, you know. He made on. Tom Allen so much money. I mean, yeah. he like if you if you go back and just look at what what happened in Indiana and the years that they had the the two years that I think it was just two years that DeBoer was there or just one, like mm-hmm. they were incredible. And and Tom Allen got that huge extension that he just got fired from. I mean, sometimes it's the assistant coach that's yeah. that's doing it. And I think Kalen DeBoer is a great example of that. And you know, Alabama could do worse than than uh, Kalen DeBoer. That's for sure. I don't think they could do much better. I don't look at it. They could do worse. Like he, that guy's the coach of the year everywhere. He's, yeah. His record is unbelievable. You know, I you, think Norvell does it though because he's recruiting the same areas. He has the whole time. He comes from Memphis. You know, like that is you know Memphis, Florida mm-hmm. State. He's been recruiting that area. He just had his team like on the doorstep. If it's not for Jordan Travis, he's in the playoff uh, at Florida State. Dug him out of the Willie Taggart era. Which wasn't easy. Yeah. Um, with financial difficulties, he's going to have every single resource and advantage in the con- ever uh, at Alabama. I think Norvell's a good coach. I really do. I think he's a really good coach. Well, yeah, he just went undefeated in the regular season. I'm not holding that bowl game against him. Yeah, he, he, right. and he was the one guy who proved he could fix Florida State. They tried a bunch of people, couldn't really do it, and and he, he basically fixed it. So yeah. I kind of want them to hire uh, another ACC coach just so we can be like, oh, the ACC's bad, huh? Well, why is A&M and, and, and Alabama both hiring coaches from the league? What's well, going they're, on? they're taking them away. You know, I mean, that's – which is good. Look, I don't, I don't care about what the image of the league is. If you get Mike Norvell out of Florida State – Oh, it helps us a ton. 
unless they bring in Dion. <laughs> well, Dion they could bring in Dion, but like we, but we just lost Jalen Lucas from Indiana to Florida State. Like he that yeah. that carousel could spin again because if it if well it's the yeah job you've opens. got all these players that 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 would be would have their own personal transfer portal of thirty days there right, right. they could enter so yeah I, I I like it from the standpoint of the ability I mean selfishly there might be more players available if it's if it's um. Um, Mike Norvell, because I just don't know how many more players we can take. Like, oh, any, there's always room for good players, Mark. Uh, there's always room for good players. You're right about that. Yeah. There's no doubt. <laughs> it's not, yeah, not quite. It's quality at this point. Look, it's a modern era to tell somebody to hit the road if they can find somebody to better. You know. Well, I think that's what happened with Jalen Kimber, uh, the kid that was a Florida State uh, cornerback, uh, committed to Louisville, and then it was reported that he was taking visits like A and M, and then eventually did commit to Penn State. I think what happened there was, and we'll find out. I think Quincy Riley's coming back to school here. I think Jody yeah. Demling's reported that on his on uh, on on Cardinal Authority that Quincy Riley he expects Quincy Riley back. If Quincy Riley's back, there's there's a reason why Jalen Kimber, you know, was like, hey, uh, thanks for no thanks. We actually have the guy we need. So that would be that would be huge if if Quincy Riley is indeed coming back. And I hope to hear something soon on that. Yeah, well, I mean, again, then it's all going to change after spring, too. Guys are going to go in there. They're going to realize maybe they're behind someone. They didn't think they were behind uh, and spin it from there. And, um, yeah, and then I think I got a text from from Mr. Josh and everybody's right. I think the Washington coach would probably like Michigan if it opens up, you know. Oh, that's an interesting point. Because that's much closer. Yeah, it's not as crazy of a – but I I just think that's going to go to Sharon Moore. Sharon, yeah. I mean, it would be great, but I just think Sharon Moore – auditioned for the job and nailed it i agree and and just think about our 2012 coaching staff, staff. just think about know. that sharon moore head coach at michigan perhaps okay. clint hurts the the defensive coordinator for the seattle seahawks uh you know vance bedford was the defensive coordinator at texas uh sean watson's a head coach in fcs uh was, will, I don't know was where, will stein on that staff or was he playing or will was stein he, was on that team he was uh, okay. he was the backup okay. quarterback. Uh, Ron Dugans is the Florida State wide receiver coach today. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the rest. I'm of looking them, at but. it here. Um, Charlie Strong, Sean Watson, Vance Bedford, Clint Hurt, Ron Dugans, Brian Jean Marie, uh, Sharon Moore, Kenny Carter, uh, Tommy Rizvido, whatever. His name. Yeah, he's the defensive coordinator at UMass. Last I checked. That's impressive. You knew that right off the top of your head. Well, I, I kind of follow these guys a little bit. You know what I mean? I was like, and Borbley, Dave Borbley is the offensive coordinator, or sorry, the offensive line coach at Pitt. I know that. Okay. Um, and Kenny Carter. Where's He's Kenny out. Carter? He, like, the last thing it says on him is 2017 at Delaware State. I don't see an update on Wikipedia since then, but that doesn't mean – Okay. Yeah, it doesn't um, mean anything. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know where Kenny Carter is. Vance Bedford not still coaching. I mean, that guy, uh, he, had the, he had the greatest, you know – Press conference ever, you know, fifty thousand. Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> he retired somewhere. Probably he retired uh, after Charlie had to let him go as the defensive coordinator. He's sixty-five years old. Yeah, Borbley is at Pitt. Yeah, that, uh, you're correct about that. Yeah, so. Borbley's at Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a great staff. I mean, if you just think about it from that perspective. And we've had other great staffs like that. John L was like the king of it, of putting together staffs that ten years down the road. You you found and 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 John L put John Gannon on the path to become uh, an NFL scout. Um, well, I think, so, I think it's interesting you talk about that staff. Charlie Strong, the head coach of that, he's been at where at Alabama, right? He's been yeah. in the Nick Saban rehab program, correct? Um, 
and he was a defensive analyst last year, would, you know, like a Norvell or somebody like that go, I had a pretty good coordinator last I checked. Yeah. Rocco actually texted oh. me and said that Kenny Carter is actually with Amazon now. He got a job with Amazon. Oh, okay. So so that's pretty cool. I mean, that's a pretty good place to work. <laughs> solid company. Yeah, solid company. Because <laughs> yeah. so, so Charlie Strong, he went, he entered the Nick Saban rehab program in 2020 as a defensive analyst, then went to the Jags as an assistant head coach. With Urban. And then the, then the Canes as a co-defensive coordinator and linebacker coach, and then back to Bama. For this uh, past year. Defensive, yeah, analyst. Huh. Yeah, and I don't know how to, how old is Charlie now. Charlie's Charlie's sixty three, you know. He'd be maybe he's got another defensive coordinator job in his in his future or something like that. But I think I think we know head coaching wise, he could have stayed here forever. Yep. You know, he really could have, and and people would have, you know. But there were some off the field things, obviously that that were <laughs> that came to light later that were would have been problematic for him. But yeah, but I just don't think he ever viewed this the way that everybody here, the way that Brom views it. You know, oh, I, mean, I agree. That, that that's the thing that Jeff brings to the table, that he views this job the way fans view it, knows the mistakes other coaches have, have made by leaving and gets it. Whereas Charlie, I think from the moment he got here, he realized, well, this isn't, you know, I don't have all the toys I had at, at Florida. We didn't have, we don't have two private planes here for us. Right. And he just viewed it as, well, I'll win some games and get the hell out of here and get back to where I have the tools like I had at Florida. I, I, I really believe, I just, I just go back to that first, Oh gosh, AAC or what, Big East Media Days, whatever whatever league we were in when he got started. The Big and, East, yeah. And we were driving back. You know, we're going from the um, uh, the Rhode Island. Where where was it? It was in uh, where was it? You were in uh, the Providence, right? You were in Providence. No, no, we were in the where the Tennis Hall of Fame is. Well, crap. Where you talking about uh, the Clam Bake? Yes, that was in uh, um, Newport. Was that not New- Providence? No, 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 no. No, because you drive here, – here's here, that is even more part of the, of the story. So you, you get off in, in Providence, and you drive to Newport. It's about an hour or so, uh, if okay. I remember right. And we're driving from Newport to uh, the airport, and I can't Klein's driving, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm tagging along, and um, he leans over. To, very few conversations I had. I was in the back. He leans over. He goes, in, in, uh, in Florida, we'd have been home by now. And I was like, oh, yeah, you guys probably had a private plane. And he just holds up two fingers. Two. two. Oh, man. And I just thought, <laughs> you know, we're never going to have two private planes just to get your ass home from Newport. You know, you're going to have to drive and fly commercial. And I just think in his mind, and that this, this was like, I think, the first year. And I, oh, just, wow. I started thinking, I don't know if this dude's in it for the long I think God's going to be good, but I don't think he's in it for the long haul. I didn't, well, he I didn't was think good. And, yeah. and we do. And since we have flown a lot of our guys private on important things and to the uh, conference, you know, the, the ACC kickoffs, like they usually do fly private to those. But, yeah, we don't we, – we, especially then, we were in the Big East coming out of Conference happened. USA yeah. just recently. Uh, you know, that – yeah, There's we no weren't like – no easy way to get there. And, and you're not doing it for – you know, media days. It's fine. Fly commercial. You'll be fine. Everybody else did before you. Many have after. Right. Right. So but no, Char- I, Yeah. You know, and, and so this is what we've always needed. The Jeff Brom, the guy who believes in the program, is on board with the collision course that that isn't scared to go re- re- recruit at the highest level. And it's going to stick around for a while. Yeah. I, you know, just go back Char- to what I say about him. You, you could never pay someone enough to care as much as he cares. You, right. you just couldn't. You could you could say they're better coaches, guys. You could pay more, but you couldn't pay him to to care at the level that he does because because that's you know this is his you know first family of Louisville 
football. Yeah. So. And I like how bold Jeff has been, you know, just making changes and mm-hmm. uh, really the only the only like really kind of gripe that you could have and th- that I had was I just didn't understand why we didn't go for it in the Holiday Bowl. Like I just felt like the play calling was, you know, a, way too conservative to play Lincoln Riley. But overall, I'm super happy with, with the direction of the program. Like it's the only thing I can really gripe about. You know, I, I just yeah, think that I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm Louisville not fans like to go down swinging. If we're going to go down, we want to go down swinging. That's that's our only thing. It just wasn't the way they won all year, you know? I mean, it's right. just it's, – and, and I think that'll change because I don't think this is the way he wants to win. Uh, I think it'll change. I would agree. Change. And, and we uh, didn't have the receivers. We were – to say this about our receivers, somebody said this to me the other day, we were thrash and trash. <laughs> well – I'm gonna say it to those those guys, you know. But yes, <laughs> in terms of production, that's not it's not totally inaccurate. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say trash necessarily. I was just repeating, but like right. we were thrashing a bunch of dudes, like yeah. like a bunch of just average college receivers that can sometimes make a play. We didn't have a lot of wiggle. You could see that against USC that we were very coverable um, without without Jamari Thrash. Yeah. All right. Um, you got. You, I assume Mike will be here. Just stick around for a minute. You know, yeah. Lindsay I'll is, stick around know, just until gets, Mike but, gets but, here. But if he's here, then we'll cut you free. Fair enough. Fair All enough. All right. We are here at Fitness Market. Come on by here today. You know, I mean, you know that weather's coming in, so now's a great time to come in and get the fitness equipment you need, so that when it gets to be super cold outside, you you've got it there in your home. You can get that workout in, <laughs> and that's um. You know, that's the best part about having that home gym. And uh, Mike Lindsay just got the flooring in yesterday. I've got the flooring uh, in my workout room. You have to create an environment. You've got to have the TV in the right spot. You've got to have, you know, maybe mirrors up. You've got to do, you know, you got to build an environment rather than, you know, if it's just some, you know, cold room with no light. You just, well, that doesn't sound fun. So they'll help you with that over here uh, at, uh, at Fitness Market. So, um, again, whatever your needs are, elliptical, rower, treadmill, weights, and, of course, the sauna is starting at seventeen ninety nine. Uh, that we've been telling you about. Now, if it's uh, you're someone who's thinking about selling your home, I'm telling you, we've been telling you for a while here about, about Edlin and Edlin. <laughs> and, and what's so great about them? Well, they're going to, they realize the world has changed and the internet has changed real estate. They're not sticking their heads in the sand and saying, ah, it's, yeah, we're going to charge you uh, 3% as the, as the uh, selling agent. No, they're going to charge you 1%. They're going to recommend you pay the buyer 2.5%, but you're getting the full service. You're getting whatever the uh, the traditional selling realtor has done, taking care of you, making sure you're protected legally, all those things. But they're charging you less because they're working less. That's that's what I love about you know talking with Phil Moffat over there about Edlin and Edlin, which my dad's been friends with Glenn Edlin for a long time. That's who he bought his house from. He's lived in forever now. Uh, and they can take care of you as well. And they're they're just gonna they're not saving you money. They're giving you money at closing. That's if you're if the average purchase price in Louisville is is three hundred thousand uh, dollars. The way that they set their commission structure one percent to them, two and a half to the buyer. You're you're gonna have seven thousand five hundred dollars more in your pocket at closing. What do you do with close to eight thousand uh, dollars more at closing? You've earned it. You you've made the payments on that house. You've kept it up. You've earned that equity. Keep it. Go to Edelin.com, that's E-D-E-L-E-N.com, Edelin.com, or if you're good uh, at uh, remembering phone numbers, it's 599-2800, 599-2800. It's Edelin and Edelin, and tell me you're just talking about them here on The Dinner Show. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. 
To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Pour me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener. That's right, it's just me, because Lord knows where Mike Lindsay is. He may or may not show up. We've gotten rid of Mark Blanketbaker because we thought Mike would be here. But, you know, who knows? Well, maybe we'll have no other foe. Maybe he won't. I don't know. Uh, we're over here at Fitness Market, though, hanging out with you. Um, and uh, we can uh, take your calls and texts. I can actually get to the text line now because we're connected via the comrades. I think people like the inside baseball stuff with us, the connection methods you know, at least I always like hearing that stuff from other people. But maybe it's just maybe it's just yeah. Me, pull know. the curtain back a little bit. Right? Yeah, I think people want want to know a little bit about that. I mean, we're pretty transparent around here. Um, so here's what we got coming up for you, though. Uh, we got as a flagship station for the cards tomorrow. It'll be uh, it'll be noon tip off. So ten thirty. Uh, we'll be the uh, uh, actually we'll start our coverage at nine a.m. with Jeff Lightsey, uh, and then take you on uh, through the uh, the game post game and uh, onto the Coors Light post game show afterwards. And uh, so that'll be Saturday again, noon tip off there. Uh, Bellarmine stays on the road there at Central Arkansas, four thirty with the pregame. Uh, I'm sorry, four thirty with the tip, four fifteen with the pregame. And then, of course, we'll have all the NFL action for you on a combination station. We'll have Texans-Browns will be on 93.9 after the postgame show. Uh, and then we'll have uh, Chiefs-Dolphins uh, at 8 o'clock. Where it's, and look, that, that game will be a great visual. I'm glad I'm not there with 30-mile-an-hour uh, winds. Or, well, actually, that one wasn't 30-mile-an-hour winds. That was yeah. the, just, just the dead temperature. Unbelievably um, cold, yeah. Yes, it's the Bills-Steelers the next day. Right? Is that the one that we, we said had the— uh, Yes. Yeah, okay. Which so that's, bodes well for the Steelers, hopefully. So. Yeah, I mean, you would think. Uh, I, th- I think you're right. Um, you just never know what happens in these. Because, you know, you always have these low over-unders in, in those games. But the thing you can never account for is, you know, the special teams touchdown, the, the, the sloppy play, on, de- and you get a defensive score. And so I'm always like, I, you know, it, it makes sense to think under, but I don't know. Yeah. It's it's There's just sometimes you don't know. 35, though, is the over-under for Bill Steelers, a, a, a Bills team that – you know, it's pretty good offense when it's rolling. Yeah, and well, the Steelers are patented for those defensive touchdowns and special oh, yeah. teams touchdowns, all that stuff. So it, it, I think it bodes well for them. I do remember the Bills playing the Patriots when it was like, I guess, forty-five mile per hour winds or something oh, unbelievable, yeah. and there was like yeah. two passes thrown in the game. Yeah, like, I, yeah. like that's not. Oh, that's right. No, I do that? remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was it like a Monday night game or was that yes. a? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. Mac Jones threw mm-hmm. one pass in the first quarter, and it was. We, I was watching it like, wow, they're gonna. He's really not gonna throw a pass, and yeah, that kept about, happening for three quarters. How about Mac Jones of all the guys that would be the quarterback for both Nick Saban and Bill Belichick? I know, uh, <laughs> Mac Jones. He's just hanging around too. He's just not, you know. I, I do wonder if they'll take a quarterback with. I mean, I'm, I guess mm-hmm. we should break it. They just hired Gerard Mayo. 
Oh yeah, yeah. In the in the break, we looked up and uh, yeah, Gerard Mayo is the new Patriots coach. Um, uh, that one didn't see coming. I mean, but the Patriots always they've always got a plan. I don't know that anybody else was going to hire Gerard Mayo, but you know it was uh, they they moved quick, man. Um, less than twenty four hours, right? I yes. Mean, bam. He's thirty seven years old. That's yeah. I was about to say he's very very young. He just stopped playing. In 2015, I think it was. So I was going to say, I feel like Gerard Mayo could go out there, you know, and uh, come off the taxi squad and uh, and make and make a play. Yeah, which is there. it's just you don't see that in, in NFL football, at least. It's yeah, it, it is crazy. Mike Lindsay's here. He's made his way here. Hey, 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 hey. we got a gallon of milk. We're ready to go. Yeah. Well, I got you know, I bring my milk here for coffee for right? coffee. Yes, yes, because. Uh, you know, there, there's certain places we show is that I, I know the coffee situation is me is going to be on me. So yeah, I need yeah. a spoon. I literally couldn't eat my breakfast. I'm not going to spoon you, Mike. No. <laughs> Let's spoon. No. Oh, but it's so cold outside. <laughs> I need a spoon. My kids would not get ready at all this morning. Yeah. So I've got breakfast Tip, sitting in my your car. Towards your mouth. There you go. Uh, well, not not above your mouth. Right. I know. It kind of it there drops. It's a dropper. Yeah. And uh, so I'm hoping to find one in the kitchen on one of the breaks here. You know, I'll run down there and see if they got a spoon. And what are you going to do with this Hand spoon? Hand wash it and use it to eat breakfast. So what did you bring with you for breakfast? Overnight oats. You ever that do that? sounds awful. No, it's good. Put a little granola, put a little blueberries. Oh, oh. Come on now. Oh. That's your quick breakfast. Problem is I left a spoon. you got to get a Pop-Tart. Yeah, 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 we've had this discussion, right? Or just like toast, a, a no clip toast. bar, like a like a little, you know, like a little um, 150, 150 calorie cliff bar. Well, yeah, it's all right. I just I enjoy that better than a cliff bar. You like oh, what is it called? Instant oats, overnight oats. So what you do? You, you want, a, me, to, you want me to give you the thirty seconds? Yeah, that sounds right. horrifying. So you get like steel cut oats. What do you mean it, steel cut oats? It's different than your instant. You, the, the instants like where you can microwave them. Okay, they, they get too mushy. If if you let him leave them in the fridge, okay. Steel coats, steel cut oats are a little stronger. Steel Throw some oats. quinoa in there. Throw some Greek yogurt in there. A little maple syrup, and then it's a lot of let, effort for something. It that does it. Horrible. It's five minutes, and yeah. then you put it. Five that's minutes the, that's for breakfast. Point. Yeah, just cook an egg in one. No, no, no. I'm saying you'll you'll have that available to you for the next nine days, though. And then all right. you do is you you put a little cut, put it in the cup, and then you're like, uh, today's blueberries and granola. You, know, you just throw something on it at the top. It's like your little instant parfait. Easy breakfast sure. okay. for kids who are willfully disobedient, not letting their dad get ready or have breakfast. I don't think I can't even relate. I got one kid. He's totally obedient. You know? so, I mean, I have wild animals. You do. You do. I, I totally agree with you. But you oh, and, and there's a spoon. Ah, there's Sarah Wider with the spoon. Which um, saves Drew but some uncomfortable yes, moments. Yesterday, you got your uh, flooring in from over here. Yes. Yeah, it's a big deal, isn't it? It is. Uh, because I, uh, when I'm working out, especially if I start on the bike. Yeah. I'm really sweaty, so carpet, no thank you. And so this this kind of floor is a big deal for the types of workouts that I'm doing. So we've got the weights and stuff, and I'm going to mm-hmm. talk to her about Smith Machine, maybe. So we're getting, like, really into it, but the floor is step one. Because, like, if you get a Smith Machine, those things weigh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> a thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like uh, you need your flooring before you consider something like that. So we've got the floor in yesterday. Well, I mean, again, it's it's just it. It feels like you're it feels like you're at the gym. The environment you work out in matters. You you can't just right. throw a treadmill in a dark basement. And go go run down there. Right? No, you're not doing I'm that. First thing is so my shirt comes off. Start putting the baby oil on no. all my muscles. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. No, you're not, Mike. Jim no. and Debbie Gibson, <laughs> and then I hit the weights. 
I like. I don't know how I randomly came across Debbie Gibson on Instagram Reels the other day. Did you day. see that? Yes, yeah, her, she's her doing it. That's yes. why I brought it up. Okay. I saw it too. Yeah. Okay. I, I sent this to my sister. I'm like, this girl sounds just like Debbie Gibson. It's like it is Debbie it is Gibson. Debbie you Gibson. idiot. Yeah. Still, hey, look, teenage boy in the yeah. in the in the 80s, 90s. She was a thing back Man, then. Man, Debbie Gibson was. She was a thing. If you walked into someone's room and they had a Debbie Gibson poster, yeah. don't and you she's dare pretty. make fun of them. Like. Still, we're not saying she's not pretty now. It's like we're just saying back then she was a thing. Like, that was that yeah. every boy wanted to meet back Debbie in an Gibson. era where everybody wore like you know flannel t-shirts and, and far Michael more clothing and parachute pants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm uh, I'm just going through. What's the coldest you've ever been at a at a sporting event? Because the Kansas City this right. weekend, it's going to be frigid. Like I will tell you, nine or something, right? Kansas City was the coldest I've ever been. Yeah, like because I was there for. A divisional round and an AFC championship one year when there was like, I'm not even kidding, 15 inches of snow, something like that. Yeah. Snow's not bad. It's when it's not snowing because it's so damn cold right. that it's it's worse. And I, I, without a doubt, the coldest I've ever been at a sporting event was at the at a Chiefs playoff game. And it's going to be like that this weekend. So I, yeah. I don't know for you, where's the coldest you've ever been? Um, I mean, it, it wasn't – I mean, that's not that cold. I mean, it, it was cold blackout west virginia game but it wasn't that cold yeah um i felt like the trinity mail football game was cold yeah the one that was the bush yeah bush and brom i went there with my dad that was i mean my dad and i have gone to a handful of games you know that that i'll always kind of remember that that was a special one um that's probably I'm guessing that's it. So they're saying when when they take the field, the temperature is expected to be around three. Although this article was written yesterday, it's actually trending towards zero at kickoff now, with a wind chill approaching minus thirty. Oh my god! I was I thought it was gonna be minus nine. Minus thirty. That's ridiculous. If that projection holds up, this will be the coldest game the Dolphins have ever played in. Yeah. Um, and in a bizarre coincidence, the game that currently holds the title for the coldest in Dolphins history. Was actually played in Kansas City in 08, yeah. where the temperature was 10 degrees at kickoff. I mean, you see, so, you know, I heard Mark talk about a little bit not playing in the conditions you're, you, you know, that you've played in all yeah. season. But this is why you get home field advantage. Mm-hmm. He's in Miami. Yeah, to the, minus Dolph- 30. the Dolphins is you know, 70 degrees down in Miami. Oh my gosh! You know? Can you imagine? I mean, that, that, that's the that's the crazy difference. Let me look up the. Uh, Miami fork it. I believe me. I know, I know roughly what it is. Having looked at it, it's, it's crazy. But since it's be eighty-one me. tomorrow in yeah. Miami, yeah, it'll be eighty. Let's see, what will it be at, at, at kickoff? Because kickoff's at eight o'clock. So tomorrow night at eight, it'll be sixty-eight degrees. Oh it'll be god. zero where they're playing. Oh my god! I, I mean, I would play it because they'd be. I'd be being paid a million dollars to play football. So I'd be like, yeah, yeah I'll be there. <laughs> I'm there. But, but I, I still, when the Bengals played that game against the Chargers in the 80s, I thought that, I think that's the coldest wind chill that anybody's uh um, okay. This is a Boomer Esiason we're talking about? Uh, it's pre-Boomer. I think it's, really? uh, I think it's like 80, yeah, 82. Okay. <laughs> it's the record for wind chill. What do you think the oh. wind chill was wow. in Cincinnati wow. in January of 92? <laughs> I mean, obviously it's going to be. It's low. Lower than. What minus thirty. It's lower than minus laughing. thirty. Yeah. Um. So I'll say minus forty nine. Keep going. Oh my god. <laughs> really? Is that even allowed in America? You'd think they pass know. a law. I don't know. Um. Uh, minus sixty. Minus fifty nine. Okay. My, the temperature oh, was god. minus nine. 
And the actual, uh, what feels like temperature was 50 degrees warmer than the wind chill. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. So it was minus 9 with a wind chill of minus 59. It was nicknamed the Freezer Bowl. It was actually colder than what everybody refers to as the Ice Bowl. Now, the Ice Bowl had the lowest temperature, but not the lowest wind chill. Yeah. And San Diego won. Oh my you know, God. you know. So a team that you is yeah. not used to negative fifty nine degrees. Not only they win, they kick the crap out of them, twenty seven to seven. Huh. I think that were, was Ken Anderson was a QB. I think then for the. Bears. Okay, I was gonna say, were they a heavy run team? You know, like where it doesn't matter. As All right, much. Let me see. You know, let's pull up the box score of uh, the nineteen eighty. But think, and I remember there were guys shirtless. You can find there's a picture of people shirtless. That's I mean, insane. I get, I get like. Whatever, you know, you just I, – I, if I did that, I would do it for like two seconds. Yeah. I mean, look, I did it. That's yeah. like back on. Texter says, everybody's – the text line's blowing up. Liberty Bowl 2000s, hands down. Yeah, that was cold down in Memphis in those Liberty Bowls. They were ridiculous. Texas well, Liberty Bowl back in the day were the coldest sporting events, also the most miserable. Yeah. yeah. Was, Tex- was Motor City got cold too, didn't it? It's a With dome. John L. But it's a dome. Oh, it was in a dome? All right. <laughs> Maybe it was just cold in the city. <laughs> Texter says, Drew, I think we're alone now. Was that Debbie Gibson Debbie or was Gibson. that okay? Oh wait, or was that um, Belinda Carlisle? Ooh, I think I think that's Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, I think you're crossing I, the streams I, of your '80s, '90s your, hotties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of your '80s yeah. crutches. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's Debbie Gibson. Oh, I don't know. Um, Tiffany and Gabby. Tiffany Debbie, was. Yeah. She had this. You know, I'll do it for the radio because you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. She had this little dance where she go. With her hand, so, look, look in your radio, the everybody. Chin. The dance yeah. that Mike Lindsay's doing. Look at <laughs> your radio. Dexter says Liberty Bowl. Dexter says, wait, the Bengals won. Okay, hang on. So I, I was just going on. That yeah, line. yeah. The Bengals okay. won twenty-seven to seven. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was because that wouldn't see Bengals Chargers box score. That was in the upside down where the Chargers won. <laughs> the Ranger thinks that's coming out this year. I think. Are they back? I think they're going to have another one this year. No, I don't know. Jack Reacher season two's I, out. That's I, good. I just I don't watch shows, so I'm the worst one to ask. Come on! Somebody asked me for a show. Oh my god, I'm watching yesterday. Monarch right now and totally geeking out over this Godzilla thing. Yeah, it's so good. Somebody asked me yesterday, "Hey, you got any, any shows?" I just texted Lieberman. I'm like, "Can you give me a list?" And I was like, "There you go." Um, so yeah, Ken Anderson. Four, they actually threw the ball 50 times between the two teams in that game. Uh, Dan Fouts was 15 to 28. Uh, had touchdown two picks. Ken Anderson, 14-22, 161 yards, two touchdowns. I uh, bet they were all like five- to eight-yard pass. <laughs> but it was like – Yeah, I don't think they were going deep. Yeah. No. Because that's the thing with Buffalo. So it's going to be windy, right? But 35-mile-an-hour winds. You know, Josh Allen is kind of you – can, you can run with him. You know, so that, yeah, that helps, right. you know, helps Buffalo a little bit. Um, no, you're, but, you're right on that. And James Cook, you know, the new – uh, offensive coordinator seems to be using them because the other one didn't. <laughs> the yeah. other one didn't really use them much at all. But but still, you know, most of his stuff is kind of short pass too. So I, I think 30 I think Bills will be okay. Five is the over under. Crazy man, crazy. I don't think they'll score tons of points, but yeah. I, mean, I think uh, I think they'll have the advantage. Do you think uh, that um, little basketball can uh, look anything like they did on Wednesday? Boy. So here's the thing. They look like that. No, and I, things would be fine. And yeah, and let me tell you, I didn't watch it. You because, didn't. No, because I'm not in the mood to cut two hours of my day. Wow. To watch it. Not even crumbs revenge. I'm watching. I was busy, and I'm like, I, I'm not stopping what I'm doing to watch. You know, you and, put on the background, and it's, and it's super sad, right? That I would think. Wow, you lost my. And then I was so America. stoked that they won. Like all my fandom excitement to yeah. see that they won was there but 
I miss Man. it. You know? And so here's the thing. It's, and we all say this. It's like we see talent out there. And if they can put it together like they did against Miami on the road, I mean, that's – we'll be very happy. You know, like, I mean, that's – I think they fight through a lot. So, like, if I give compliments on the season, mm-hmm. one is I definitely think they fight a lot harder than they did last year. You know, and I think that makes sense. Like, last year you had guys that had coach, you know, three coaches in two years. You had some guys – they're just disenfranchised with basketball now, in general. And I don't – you know, yeah. I don't know that – that was the team. Now, now you got a whole new slate of players, okay? But it's looked the same by and large until the other night. To but me. I still think they fight. I don't think they look organized all the time. Well, maybe. But, so. but I do feel like the effort is much. better. It looked like there was a plan the other night for the first time in a while. Like get the ball to Huntley Hatfield or Mike James. If yeah. You're going inside. You know, you're going to the BHH. If you're going outside. You're going to Mike James. I read the Miami Herald just to see what. If they that, were going to losing, yeah, yeah, you know, to Louisville or whatever, Did they even care. And Jim Laranjega, because everyone says Nega, but it has the Enya sign. I like to call end. him Gru because he looks like Despicable Me. And he has those long legs. It's unbelievable. That's that's a whole side conversation yeah. we can have with my son Kai when he gets mad. Yeah, with Gru and things he says. All right, so <laughs> sounds um, more interesting. He, than he was saying, games. yeah, he was saying Louisville had. A good game plan, and they executed it. We had a game plan, and we just could not. So, hats off to Louisville for it looked like playing, for the first time. Wow, there was well a plan. Looking good. Yeah, so I'd stick with that plan. Start inside. I mean, Hatfield should, should have ten. Should have double digit attempts every game. Every game. All right. Compliment number two, because I know it's hard to find compliments. Compliments a of a game you it's didn't not, watch. Didn't watch. Well, I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> just about this year's clear. team. Okay. Okay. Relative to last year's team. Um, last year, one of the most frustrating players to watch was. Huntley Hatfield. Yeah. Because you're like, look at this physical specimen. This guy can't get anything done. Right. And this year, he's doing very, very well. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's tangible improvement from a player that's been in the program for one year. So it's like it's a compliment. You know, mm-hmm. that guy's been working hard. They've been coaching him well. He's looks, he looks great. Yeah. Um, so these are the little morsels we hang on to and to see if anything can happen or not well, you know we just got to so, see if it's i'm rep- glad i'm glad the miami game happened we feel good let's can we have it can it can, can, can it, it happen consistent? tomorrow yeah, uh, right be consistent right. and that's I, what we want I, I don't know um i want you to look at this video of, of you know keegan bradley at the golf tournament okay. and i want to see what you think's going on in the background can you see that screen okay yeah okay so he's lining up a putt oh yeah <laughs> no, exactly what's happening there. yeah walks up to the tree <laughs> the behind camera. him what's the camera oh he's like <laughs> Camera two. Camera two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is this a, is a PGA tournament? Have you talked about this already? No, I just looked at it. There's just a guy now. walking behind a tree. Guy walking behind a tree, unzipping his pants. And like, the tree's not even fully hiding yeah, the man from the camera. Yeah, he's not even totally behind the tree. It took yeah. him a minute to get away from the guy. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know where Bradley was. Maybe he just figured out oh, he's not on the leaderboard. They're probably not taking a shot of that. Yeah. But... I mean, a PGA player just, you know, acting like it's a Muni. Yeah, you know, they're just great. out there, uh, you know, taking a lead. All right, we'll continue along. We're over here at Fitness Market. Uh, as uh, we roll along here this morning, you've got the numbers to get in, 267-9680. We'll, I'll get back to that UPS jobs text line. There's all kinds of them there at 437-9680, and we'll uh, we'll do that here uh, this morning. Again, Fitness Market, where whatever your needs are for fitness equipment, they've got you taken care of over here. Uh, the saunas start at seventeen ninety nine. The flooring that we were just talking about that Mike and I both have, it's great. The pre-court treadmills, last treadmill you'll ever buy. 
Uh, and you know, and then I've got the 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 dumbbells. Having the full, you got, you got that too, don't I've you? I've got I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you I, really I have. had the dumbbells. I got the rack for them because they're just not laying around the ground. Right, we got right. plates. We got the Olympic bar set. We got the plates rack. Man, got the the curl bar. Got your own little Planet Fitness going on. I'm over still there. going here. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was excited that you were here today. We are, you know, we're excited you're here today, Mike. We're always excited. <laughs> it's uh, it's fitness market, and uh, yeah, it's great to be able to have those options. So uh, check them out online, um, thefitnessmarket.com. And um, when you get over here, tell me you're just talking about it right here on the Diener Show. All right, hour number um, three straight ahead. Brandon Lang will join us. We'll pick some NFL games. See how this weather affects his choices.